How long have you had these droids? About three or four seasons. They're up for sale if you want them. Let me see your identification. You don't need to see his identification. We don't need to see his identification. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. He can go about his business. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. Move along. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. and welcome to episode 123 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co-host, Mr. Brian G. Alloway. How are you doing, man? Hey, Evan, how are you? Hey, Spoonies, how's everybody doing? You never know uh, how I'm going to bring you in. You never I know, know, you never know. I know, I, I always can prepare. Sometimes it's music, I have to get ready for the musical reply and vice versa, but... You never um, know. It's good, you never know. It's good, keep me on my toes. That's right. So, we have a great guest today, and I'm really I'm looking forward to this. This is one I, I've been I've been laughing about privately because her and I have, have chatted about this, but um, my good friend Donna Stevens is going to join. She actually had a a great um, opportunity to visit the parks during the Thanksgiving holiday, and she has some great things to talk about. And also, I love the fact that she's a a good fan of ours, one of our, you know, we can call it quote unquote I heard, super, super I was fan. About to say, yeah. I heard it. She was a super fan. That's super what I heard. Fan. Yes, I think we have to get, yes, definitely, yeah, definitely super fan. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Donna, how are you? Great to, great to have you on. Thank you, guys. I'm fine. I'm so glad to be here. This is so exciting. Oh, I can't believe anybody's a super fan of anything I'm involved in. I'm, I'm looking at a <laughs> ceiling fan above my head, and that's about as super as it gets. <laughs> For a fan for me, but Donna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing some of these antics I was told about before we started recording here. So um, I'm a little bit worried. Not really. <laughs> we're in anything. We're in anything goes uh, to an extent. Podcast, and uh, we like to banter back and forth, and it, it typically always goes well. But you know, we're here to talk about really anything, but mainly your trip, which was November 20th through the 26th. You went over Thanksgiving. You stayed at Disney's Polynesian Resort, and also Brian said you're a DVC owner, which is yes, always fascinating to me. So I love to start with this question with anybody that we're doing a trip report with, which I totally sold from another podcast, but I don't even care because it's just such a good question. And that is, why Disney, Donna? What what birthed your love for Disney in your heart? Where did it start? And you know, especially taking the ultimate leap of coming an owner. So uh, just start there. Kind of tell us about your your background and love for Disney. So I've been going to Disney since uh, my first trip was 1976. So I've been going since I was little with my parents. And I fell in love since the first time they took me. And it's just the feeling you get when you go there is just indescribable. So now it's my turn to plan the trips and take my kids and see their faces uh down there i think that's and awesome. yeah. so this is going to be a funny story how i decided to become an owner of dvc okay i loved listening in past podcasts where you talked about how oh dvc it's planning 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 it's thinking about it but i jumped right in i knew nothing about it just decided we were going to go on a trip our, our twins were turning five years old. We were going to go. I started pricing everything because the one request I had for the trip was to stay at a hotel on the monorail line. So I am the, the travel coordinator of the family. And I started doing my research and pricing the three hotels on the monorail line. And I just looked at my husband and said, 
okay, if we go and we stay on the monorail line and we know we're going to go back, we are not going to be able to stay somewhere else after that, after staying at a deluxe resort. So I went online, I watched the video about DVC, requested the information. I'm a numbers person, so I started doing all these calculation and spreadsheets, presented it and said, I think if we are going to be vacationing at Disney as the children get older, this is what we should do. And I just decided that instead of booking two rooms to go for their fifth birthday, we decided to buy into DVC and it was ours. And that's how I did it. I didn't like contemplate waiting and I never saw any of the rooms except for on the video and in the books they sent me. That's amazing. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So when did you, when did you become an owner? What was it? I purchased in 2015 2015. with our first, yes. And our first trip was the following year in 2016. So I did it exactly 11 months out so that I could book my first trip when I bought. And, And was it a good, do you think it was a good decision? Yes. Good. I think at this point where we are, we've gone four times and we stayed twice at the bungalows at the Polynesian. Yeah. So I think by now, I'm she, she goes big time. Breaking even. Yeah, she goes big time, Evan. She goes bungalows. That sounds, that sounds about as big, bigger than you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, big, bigger than me. Yeah, she goes She goes big time at the bungalows. Yeah. And Brian's yeah. Mr. Grand Villa. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys go more than once in a year. We're, our game plan was we were going to go every other year. We do a Disney vacation and then an off year, a Disney vacation and then an off year. All that got a little messed up with COVID sure. and we hadn't gone um, since 2019. So. Well, that's, that's a good how. process because you can, you know, bank your points for a year, yes. go the big trip, bank it, go the big trip. So that makes sense. Yes. That's exactly what my game plan was when we decided to purchase DVC. So, okay. I'm so fascinated by this. So <laughs> you did research, of course, you, I know you work with Brian, so y'all are probably both like me as so I work in analytics too, um, with my company, I'm sure, you know, you said you're a numbers person crunching numbers, looking at that. So you definitely did some research on that aspect, but then also you just went online and you didn't even do like a tour on site, nothing like that. You just did a video tour and that is so crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm the person that has to like write a note to the white house in order to make a decision on stuff like this. You know, so I would, I would have to, I have to touch and feel and I have to, I have to, I'm so so such a slow decision maker. Yeah, I am. Oh yeah. I mean, we've still not dove in. I don't know if we will or not. I don't know. I mean, we're just still, we're still not even really contemplating it because we love it, but um, it's, but that's cool when you know that something's right financially and it makes sense, especially for how you're going to vacation. I mean, that's, that, that's the way to do it. So, (laughs) all right. So this trip in particular over Thanksgiving you stayed at the poly. Was it in a bungalow as well? So we had to do a split stay. Okay. We had to do, um, we did three nights in a studio and then three nights, the tail end of the trip, the last three nights we stayed in the bungalow just because we originally were going at Easter and we uh, canceled our Easter trip. So by time I went to go rebook for Thanksgiving, rooms were tough to find. And I did not want to switch resorts. So this was my only option with the rules that Disney had in place with how many points you could borrow into the future. So we had to do three nights in a studio and three nights in the bungalow. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I don't know. To me, that's, that's like moving on up to the east side yes. there um, because it, it's the Jeffersons. You, you went from the studio to the bungalow, like the lowest end to the highest end of the DVC in one trip, which is pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah. But yes. you did it correctly though. You, you went yes. from, from smallest to largest, you know, never start, yes. even if you're, you know, going, and this is just a great piece of advice just to anybody that's going, no matter if you're DVC or not, like if you're, say you're going to, to all-star for three nights and then you're going to, Wilderness Lodge for three nights. Always put the nicest one at the tail end of the trip. So you always have something to look forward to, right? 
um, you get on site, you check in, you're excited to be there. So that takes up some of that time. And then you can end your trip. It's not like you're going big and then you're like, okay, we got to go check out a wilderness lodge and go to All Star. <laughs> yes. So, and the other reason I decided to do it that way was being that the tail end of the trip was going to include uh, Thanksgiving, I said, well, if we can't get a dinner reservation for Thanksgiving, at least we'll have a kitchen. Oh, <laughs> or you yeah. can just fish and- off the back. You can fish off the balcony <laughs> yes. and get your food. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, when you fish out the balcony, you can throw your uh, line into the lake, which is Seven Seas Lagoon. They actually, and I forgot what Imagineer it was. I'm kind of not really going off the deep end, but a little bit. But there was Imagineer, Brian, you remember this thing we talked about it before, that started a wave machine yes. in Seven Seas Lagoon. And they were going to, you know, start it up and it just kind of the idea died. And I think the old wave machine is still underneath the water. Oh, yeah, they, uh, sunk, they sunk it and now the fish use it for like a habitat now. But uh, this totally side note there. So the bungalows, that is so cool. And I've seen, I've definitely seen a lot of videos on the cabins at Wilderness Lodge, but I've not seen too much on the bungalows. I've seen a little bit of pictures and stuff. So kind of describe that. Like, how was your first day ever in it? Was it kind of surreal? I know it didn't feel like Bali. No, it doesn't. But I mean, it's beautiful. You walk in, there's a long hallway and there's a big great room. It has a kitchen with a huge table, a living room area with a big TV. And it has two bedrooms, two bathrooms, um, laundry area. So the one bedroom has a big king size bed and it has a huge bathroom it has the tv right in the mirror in the bathroom oh, yeah. you always need I like one those. of those yes I like those. <laughs> right and then the other bedroom is i think a, a queen size bed with the pull down okay um and then there's a murphy bed in the living room as well as the sofa converts to a bed so how many can it fit can I, yeah, so this is the one thing that's been our drawback because i went on a tour of the one for the, the wilderness lodge ones so how many can sleep in there you think comfortably it says nine. Yeah, but I, I know it. That, but I'm saying without it being a hassle with people climbing all over each other and stuff. I mean, that's that's the one thing. They always say, yeah, it sleeps nine. But then that means you have somebody on the Murphy bed and then you can't walk around the room because there's people sleeping all over the place. What, what do you like comfortably? What do you think without without impacting anybody else's vacation? I would say then seven, because in the living room, the couch pulls out to a bed and the Murphy bed under the TV folds out. And that's where three people would have to sleep. Okay. okay. Um, other than that, the the room with the, the queen size bed and the pull down bed, you can pull that bed down and still have room to walk around in. Okay. Okay. That's- yeah. Eliminating one of the people yeah. in the living room. Is, is, yeah. Yes. That would be a good idea. Yes. Yes. Because yeah, that would be tough. That would be tough if like somebody wanted to go watch TV at night. <laughs> like, oh no, because so and so sleeping exactly. on there. Yeah, that that would be tough, right? So, okay. Interesting. Okay, so cool. Three in a studio and three. And so y'all are a family of four. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. She has okay. twins. Yes. She has twins too, Evan. I say we're, okay. bond, we're bonded now. We have twi- We both have twins. Funny. Yes. And we each have a Mackenzie. Yes, that's true too. Yes. <laughs> and you are a Donna, and Brian has a Donna. <laughs> yes. yes. Go. Weird. Yes. Isn't it funny? It's a very strange world. Very strange world. Funny. Um, yeah. That's cool. But all right. So studio and then bungalow. So. What do you want to start, Brian? Do you have any questions? I mean, we could well, go kind of into it, but what do you want to Let's talk about her. I want to, I think, I think what people would like to hear is, because she was there for a major holiday. So I yep. think let's, let's talk about her day, her Thanksgiving day planning. I think, I think Donna, we're just jumping. To me, that's a, the cool part because a lot of people, you know, I always thought, hey, it'd be so cool to eat Thanksgiving meal at, um, in, in Disney, in any Disney park. And you were able to do that. Um, so why don't you talk about that, how you planned and, you know, what went involved there and and then what you guys did and how it went. So I am a planner when it comes yes. to Disney. So I start well in advance and I get my little notebook out and I start each page is a day. I look at the calendar and I decide what parks we're going to go to on each day. So I knew we wanted to go to Magic Kingdom on Thanksgiving. We also did the Merry Christmas party the first night we got there when we flew in, which I know, Brian, you say not to do. I, <laughs> I took my chances that my flight was going to be on time, and we did the Merry uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. Um, so Thanksgiving Day, we were doing Magic Kingdom, and I scored a reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table 
So that's where we eat our Thanksgiving meal. Amazing. Like, that's like, that. You, could you ever pick a better place to have Thanksgiving dinner? I mean, Thanksgiving. Crazy. I'm going to have Thanksgiving in the castle, and then I'm going to retire to my bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me my cigar, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that meal, it was amazing. They did have turkey on the menu because it is price fixed and so they took the chicken dinner off the menu and substituted the turkey but we both went and had the uh filet mignon um i just i'm I'm a meat eater so even though thanksgiving is my favorite food holiday because i am one of the few people out there that does love turkey so did they have they have like pumpkin pie and stuff like that or any traditional they had a pumpkin dessert because that's what my husband got um It was some kind of pumpkin dessert. I don't know if it was a pie, but they did have a pumpkin dessert. But I don't know if you're aware of this. They have a dessert that's not on the menu, and I ordered it that night. Um, The Cinderella Slipper, it's called. And it's like a presentation. The server brings it out, and it's a chocolate dome. And they pour hot caramel sauce over the chocolate dome. And it softens the chocolate and it breaks it apart. And inside is a white chocolate slipper filled with raspberry mousse. Oh, wow. So I did that. Cool. And it's not on the menu. I just read about it. So I asked the server when he came over to take our dessert order. This is a hint. I'm like, do you have? Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a good one. I had no, I had not heard about that one. How about you, Evan? Have you ever yeah. no, heard not, about that? Nope. Not heard of it. This is a first, so that's great. So I did that. And I, and another thing I had that they had on the menu for the 50th anniversary is they had a champagne flight. Um, so it was three little glasses of champagne. One was red, one was blue, and one was regular champagne. And each one had a story behind it that the server told you. I think Blue? Blue. It, like the blue milk? Believe, yeah, it was blue milk. No, 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 yes. Blue. <laughs> um, so... Walt and his wife, blue and red, was each of their favorite colors. So that's why they made each one a blue one and a red one. So each of those had a sweet flavor to it. And then they had regular, um, a specialty champagne for the 50th anniversary. So I did I did that as my drink for Thanksgiving that's, dinner. That's amazing. Now, here's another thing, too. When I went to, we've gone there, we've gone there maybe like four or five times to the to Cinderella's Castle. And, I always thought it was so cool because the princesses would come and sit in your table and talk to the kids and, and talk to us. And I always thought that was just a really cool thing. But that's not what they do anymore, right? Is that? Could you... No, I guess because of COVID, they did not have the princesses come around. You only got to meet Cinderella down at the bottom level of the castle. You got to take a picture with her. And then nobody came around during dinner. Oh. So I don't know if that's a staffing shortage. That's what I was thinking it is. It's a staffing shortage. Yeah, I think it was just in general, you know, they're trying to get their numbers back up to where they, they need to be. So I think that's probably some truth to it. I don't know. I've, of course, never been to Cinderella's Royal Table, but from what I've seen of the pictures, I mean, not that it's tight, but is it is it tight? Is it a smaller restaurant or am I just oh. wrong there? It just kind of looks. No. It's, it's multi-level. And it's, is it okay? It's Maybe that's why. It's, you know, it's bigger than you think, but you don't. The thing is, you really they kind of usher you. And again, Donna, please tell me if I'm wrong, but from what I remember, they always kind of ushered us to our table really quick, so you don't have a lot of time to walk around and experience it. But it's pretty. It's bigger than you think. Yes, they do get you to your table rather quickly, and I yeah. They don't want you sneaking around the castle. They don't want you exploring. No, it's not really. Exactly. It, it is. It, it's like it, that is that interesting because I would like to go walk around and see things, and you know, but they don't. They want you in and out of there quick. But it's pretty big, it, Evan. It's, I have to say, it's it's a decent size. So I was just wondering if they didn't want people in, like the princesses in that much a close proximity to others. But I mean, they're back to character hugs and stuff too. So I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. So it's got to be a staffing thing. That's that has has to be what it is. But. I I think so, because my experience overall that week is they are short-staffed. The restaurants are definitely short-staffed. So Magic Kingdom on Thanksgiving. I know, so, you know, a while back we had, um, a few episodes ago, we had Big Dave on, who also went to Disney during Thanksgiving week. and But on Thanksgiving Day, they went to Hollywood Studios, because they were thinking, Magic Kingdom on Thanksgiving? No, thank you. Big time crowds, all that kind of stuff. They said the Hollywood Studios crowd was actually not bad at all. Um, 
So what was your experience with crowd level on Thanksgiving Day at Magic Kingdom, which I would think would be the most desired park on most holidays? I I have to say I listened to that episode and I found the whole week to be crowded. But the funny thing was at Magic Kingdom on Thanksgiving Day, we felt like we got around rather easy. Okay. So we didn't feel like it was super crowded, even though I know that the reservations were sold out because I I was constantly checking um, the status of the park reservation system. We had a very nice day. I also think because the sun wasn't beating down on us, even though it was crowded, it didn't feel as crowded because you didn't have that hot summer sun beating down on Mm -hmm. you. That's true, yeah. As nice as the weather was, we had very nice weather except for our first day. (laughs) So one of the questions I asked Big Dave was that, did it, did you know it was Thanksgiving? Again, we, we laughed. We said, hey, do they have Pilgrim Mickey walking around or anything like that? But that, but my thing is, you know, it's a major holiday. Was there any mention that you were there for Thanksgiving? Did you or, or was it just like, hey, holiday is just still the holiday spirit? Or is it did it did it was there something there that made it seem like, hey, guess what? I was there on Thanksgiving. No, I, the only thing that was Thanksgiving was the photographers had a happy Thanksgiving sign you could take your picture with. Okay. But other than that, the park is decorated for Christmas. So you have, you feel like you're there and it's Christmas time. It's still okay. So it was weird being there for Thanksgiving. Okay. The only reason I knew it was Thanksgiving is because we had Thanksgiving shirts on. Oh, that's right. You did. That's right. Now you, what did you do for breakfast? Didn't you ever sit down for breakfast too? We went to Ohana for breakfast mm. before we left the Polynesian. So I got very lucky on Thanksgiving Day, which I was surprised, where I got two of the reservations that I wanted to. And out of all days on Thanksgiving Day, I got the two reservations I really wanted. Now, did they have the characters there? Were the characters there or were the short staff there for that too? The characters were there. The only difference at Ohana this time from the previous times we went is they did not have Pluto out front taking a picture before you went in. He was part of the characters walking around now. But you still got the Sam, right? So Stitch, Stitch, Pluto, Mickey, Minnie. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch, Mickey, and Pluto come around at Ohana. So, and they don't let the kids participate in the parade anymore right. at Hohana. They only let the characters. Oh, okay. So they have the characters for yeah. breakfast. Do they have the ukulele player for breakfast? I did no, not okay. see that. He was at dinner. Yeah, he was only at dinner. Yeah, he was at dinner. He was so good, though. But yeah, I, was... I love Ohana. It is so good. It's one of my favorite yes. um, lunch slash, well, I guess dinner meals. And the room is. Yes, that's one of mine on my bucket list to do dinner or lunch there. I that, I have not tried their dinner or lunch. We've only it's, done it. It's breakfast. a beautiful dining room, too, with the windows and the way it's set up. It's I, I, I like the whole atmosphere there. It's a, it's a cool place. Yeah, that's very good. Um, I mean, the, the Polly has great restaurants. Kona Cafe is amazing. Um, and I guess Ohana's only, they only have breakfast and dinner, actually. So I just looked that up. So, but Kona Cafe, I know just recently remodeled. So was that, that was open, right, for you? Or was it not open yet? Yes. Okay. Yes. We ate there twice. We did a breakfast there. We did a lunch there. And then I did a takeout breakfast from there as well. I know they said they renovated it. I couldn't tell yeah. the difference. Did, they have, did you get Tonga Toast? No, I like their coconut pancakes. Coconut pancakes, mm, yum. Yes, oh, sounds good to me. Oh, what? Oh, that. Yeah. Or macadamia nut pancakes with coconut. On yeah, top, that's what they are. That, that's what they're called. Yeah, macadamia yes. nut pancakes, and I guess wow. they have some coconut. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's a fan favorite. And then um, you can pretty much what's the uh, what's the bar? Is it Tambu Lounge? Or, yes, that's right outside of Omaha. Okay, you can actually go to to Tambu Lounge and get like the noodles and you can get the um you can get the sticky wings you can get I think oh, one or the, two other that, things yeah the first from, the first from Ohana. phase of the, the first phase of dinner oh okay yeah yeah okay. you can order them as individual things so if you can ever which that's my favorite part anyways and I like the meat too don't get me wrong but like those noodles and those sticky wings and those and pot stickers man yeah, the, oh my god they're so oh, good they're so good yeah, yeah. they're good I'm hungry. <laughs> oh yeah, so two two great sit downs on Thanksgiving. I think that's so cool because again, major holiday, 
two major restaurants. I, I, I very, you know, very good job. I have to say, um, yeah. planning and planning and booking, Donna, on those. Those were that was a it, it was a coup there. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I checked every day up and still I was checking at all hours of the day and night because I originally did not have these booked. And they at my what is it? 60 day mark. You can do your reservations. I had other things booked and just randomly checking like every night I they became available. Well, that's pretty cool. Um so that was on Thanksgiving the Thursday, and you, I guess you flew in on the 20th, right? And you did the Christmas party yes. that evening. So what was your – two questions here. What was your other – did you go to all the parks, and did what is your favorite park? So those are the two questions. So, yes, I did go to all four parks. Originally, we were not going to go to Epcot, but then I changed one of my Magic Kingdom days to Epcot because I wanted to go on Guardians of the Galaxy. Good decision. And – Yes. <laughs> um, my favorite park, I think now, has become Hollywood Studios only because I am a huge Star Wars fan. Cool. And Star Wars Land was phenomenal. And that was the day I told everybody it was going to be an early rise day for the family. And I told everybody, I just need cooperation on one day we have to get up early. It's going to be a long day. I said, just one day. This is mommy's day. <laughs> well, that's good though. I mean, I, yeah, the Batu is is beautiful. is It's amazing. It's um, I, it's designed great. You know, we have talked about some improvements that could come to the land, but overall, for what it is, uh, it's it is really cool. And I think there's only, you know, the horizon is just plentiful for what they can do in oh, that yeah. there's space. so much room to do now now how what do you think of rise rise is my favorite absolutely rise. it is it is awesome i could not get over it 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 was phenomenal i just didn't know where to yeah. look it, it was it awesome was. it's amazing totally awesome. I've, you know i think i've done we, that probably i don't know five or six times and it, it does not get old uh, and I have to say, I like the Smuggler's Run as well. I thought that that's a very good ride as well. I, yeah, I, that's grown. You know, what's funny is, I at first Smuggler's Run was like, ah. Eh. Since then, I've even liked it more. It's like the more, more and more I go go experience it, it is great because and it's always different too. Both of those rides, I'll tell you about one thing about both of those rides. You're never going to get the same ride each time. That's big, right? There's no. It's not. You're not going to get bored. It's going to be a little bit different every time. Rise, every time I've gone, there's a little bit different. It depends. Like, because you can actually, especially when you get into the room with, with the AT-ATs, there, it, oh, it comes yeah. from like four or five different angles. Oh. So you could see it from different ways. And um, it, it is just so cool because you, you never know how you're going to experience it. And I love that about that. Yeah, so that that definitely is my favorite land by far. We spent so much time Did at you go to August? Land. We. We went to Olga's, uh, we each got a drink, and we we had the stand-up table right in front of the DJ, okay. so that was fun listening to all the Star Wars music. We also did uh, the lightsaber build and the droid build. That's right, you did both of those. That is cool. Okay, yes. so the lightsaber, is that experience is just amazing, is it not? It is. I have to say... The the gentleman who hosts it, I mean, he has to be a professional actor. He was so good in character, telling the story, and then walking around and interacting with everybody, building the lightsabers. It was just an amazing experience. I'm glad we did it. Well, we let the kids do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. We observed. <laughs> now, how did you get them home? We shipped the lightsabers good. home. Okay. Yeah. So right after we did the lightsabers, we got a quick bite to eat, and then we walked over to send uh, the area where you can mail them back home. They told us three weeks. We got them in less than a week. Oh wow, that's great. Yes. We'll prepare you for the worst. Yeah. To uh, maybe get some better news. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I think yes. that's the best thing too. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that they would let you take those because I've seen people even in the airport with them and stuff like that or, or whatever. But I, I just think it just, you know, <clears throat> of course, we drive. So, I mean, that's not an issue. But if I flew, I would 
if I did that, I would definitely ship it back. Some things yes. like that, they're just so big. Like if you buy like a big train set, you know, or <laughs> anything like that, I would I would probably ship it back. No, and yet second of all, like where are you going to put it in the overhead? You know, like and then yeah. take up all the space. Yeah. Everybody's all mad at you because you take up all the space. Yeah, so that that's the thing. But yeah, I'm glad. So that that it got back. Now the droid build. Did you take the droids home or did you carry them home? We took the droids with us because we got the little backpacks that they have okay. now con- that they conveniently sell no, now. They didn't have <laughs> yeah. that when we were there. Yeah, they didn't have that. Yeah, they have these cute little backpacks and they fit perfectly in them. And they even have a little chain that hooks up to the BB-8 head so that it secures the head because it's in two pieces. It's in two pieces, right, pieces. right. Okay. Yeah, so we they they walked around the whole rest of the day with them on their backs, and you know we took them on the plane. We had no issues. That was their carry-on. Oh, that's okay. That's not bad. So that's good. That's great. So yeah, so now great. here's my does your is your family as much into Star Wars as you? That's yes. Great. Oh, cool. Yes, I will have to share you all the Halloween pictures of them because. Most of their lives, they've been Star Wars characters or Disney characters growing up. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, please, please so. post uh, some pics <laughs> in the Facebook group. So, uh, and my favorite last year, they were Grogu and Mandalorian. Not this past, not twenty twenty two. No, he wasn't out yet. He's not, he's not out yet, though, right? There's no Mandalorian yet. Not in world. No, in land, not in world yes. at all. Okay, okay, only in land. Okay, they got to get him over there. They got to. Yeah, get I agree. I agree. We, we need him over there. Yeah, especially since more it's the best we Star Wars characters. iteration period. I mean, there's who did you see? Did you see Kylo Ren? Was what Kylo Ren? Did you see Stormtroopers? Did you see Chewbacca? They so the the kids saw the Stormtroopers. They actually the one stopped and said something to my son because he had his lightsaber lit at the time and he built a red one. And the Stormtroopers stopped and said good <laughs> and walked walked away. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great yeah i saw you know what's funny the last time i was there i saw um one of the like a, a bounty hunter that was not normally there too because i think uh. that maybe that might be something that they're going to try to start getting more they got to interject more characters i think it would be so cool if they do that and make yes. it make it easier that way um but there yeah definitely i, I want to see that that's that's my biggest thing i want to see in betu because there's so much room there. There's so many alleys and hidden areas. You can easily do that. And I think that's originally why it was made that way. But if you, you know, it's very easy to get lost in that place. There's, it's, it, there's a lot of different like little crevices and how did you get, did you find your way around very well there? We spent so much time there. I'm hoping we saw everything. We just kept walking and turning here and turning there. Um, I enjoyed the little like market where they yes, have all yes. the little stands that, to shop area, yeah. at. Yep. We we went like in each and every one. Did you get blue um, milk? We did try did the. You? We did try yes. blue milk. I had to. It I was had good? to. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was. It was okay. It had a coconut flavor, so I Me like too. coconut, but I would not rush back to have it. Well, I can tell you the green taste was just cute. So the green one. tastes like grass clipping. So if you ever if you want to have that next time, try that. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I still just can't like the idea of milk in a in a park on a But it's I mean, really not, it's not milk. Like, it's not milk though. It's not milk actually. There's actually there's no milk in in it at all. It's it's like it's almost like a slurpee um in a lot of ways, in my opinion. Like a slushy kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no milk. There's no yeah. milk in it at all. There's no. There's no lactose. There's no milk. Okay. Um, right. They just call it that. Yeah. But it, it's. Uh, it's. Yeah. It's, it's kind of. I see. I like the blue a lot. I like the blue. I, the blue. I actually like the green. No, the green is just awful. It's. Uh, we got one one time just to see, and it just sat there, and I kept. I kept on trying to point it off on my daughter. Say, hey, why don't you try this? And they're like, no, no, no. We ended up throwing it away. It was a total waste of money. Oh wow. It was, it was that bad. But how about um? What did you eat? Anything? Any meals there? Um. So we ate quick service breakfast after we did the lightsaber build. We went to Ronto's Roast and did quick service. I have to say, Star Wars Land has the strangest oh, yeah. food. It it was very weird. Like my daughter and I both got like a fruit cup, and it had the most bizarre brown sauce on it i mean i was wiping each piece of fruit <laughs> off to take this off and 
even my husband got one of the breakfast wraps and he'll eat anything. He even said like whatever was supposed to be sausage was quite strange. And th- that platter at Olga's Cantina was very yeah, strange. Yeah, I did. Well. The food at Olga's is, is definitely not worth, first of all, not worth the money. And second of all, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I I don't recommend <laughs> that. I mean, the, I love the drinks. That, I love the, the one that, that makes your mouth uh, numb. That's yeah, the one great, I had. Is that the fuzzy tauntaun? Yeah, it tastes really good, too. I thought it tastes very good. So Docking Bay yes. 7, though, Brian, when we went there, we enjoyed our meal. Yes. That was well, like, like the, the short, short rib. Ribs. The short rib is it pretty was good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Had that blueberry, like, corn muffin with it. Yep. I do it like. I still like that a lot. I've had it since. So it's 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 a, it's a good meal. That's that's Docking Bay 7 I like better than Ronto Roast. Yeah, some people like that Ronto Roast. It's like a hot dog with coleslaw on a wrap like ugh, i don't like that combination well in my opinion it's yeah. overpriced i mean a ronto wrap is like isn't it over i mean it's over 10 bucks for like one ronto wrap. Yeah, you can get a whole 12 pack of hot dogs for that price you know it's, that's <laughs> <laughs> that always baffles me now did you get any of those round sodas yes we did and i made sure i brought one of each home i brought a coca-cola one home there and you a go. sprite there you go Yes, uh, they they were so. Yeah, they are. Cute. They are very good. They're very, I like those. I like I like them a lot. I think I, that's. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty convenient too. It's it's they are expensive, but um, they're easy. They're convenient to carry around because you can just wrap. You can tighten them all up again and drink later. I do. I do like that thing. So, what else did you do in Hollywood Studios that day? Did you get to do anything else? Or wait a minute. Was, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Go. Ahead, I'm sorry. Before we move on, since we're talking Star Wars, and you're a big Star Wars fan, Donna, do you think you will ever do the Galactic Star Cruiser? Absolutely. You think so? Okay. So I do want to do it. I don't know if I could do it with my kids because if the food is as weird at Galactic Star Cruiser as it is in Star Wars yeah. land, I don't know what my kids would eat. So I, it is something that I am seriously thinking about doing. I have a special birthday coming up this year, and I keep hinting that that would be a perfect <laughs> gift. I just keep, I drop some subtle hints here and there. I think they're going to let y'all use points on it. Um, at some I hope, point. I hope because yeah, because I, I might do, I do, I want to go. I've been, I've been putting some money on the side for it, but like other things come up and I've, I've been dipping into that account, but I, I definitely want to do it. And my family, now, I, we, were just, we were just talking about it. We we want to do it. It's just a matter of when. I don't know if it's going to be smart use of points until they release it. We just don't know. I mean, that's like what people say with Disney cruises and, Adventures by Disney and stuff like that, it's not really the best use of points because of value propositions, I guess, of, of what it equates to in the numbers. So if they do it correctly, then I think it will be a good, you know, splurge trip with points. But um, but they have to do it to where it makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yes. So All right. what, what other parks? So, what, 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 so what, yeah. what else did you do in that park and where would you go next after that? So mostly um, at Hollywood Studios, we spent the majority of our time in Batu and in Toy Story Land. Um, just because of the crowds, we did the two, the, the, the three, really. We did Olga's and we did the two builds. And um, we did Hollywood and Vine for dinner. And How was that? I was, we did the uh, Star Tours. Hollywood and Vine yeah. was fine. It was better than one of the other uh, dinners that we did on this trip by far. Um, and we were going to try to go to... Um, we never took the kids to the other side of the park where Rocking okay. Roller Coaster is and um, the Tower Hotel. Terror. Tower Terror. So... Tower Terror kept breaking down when we were there. We kept checking the times. At one point, there was almost a four-hour wait, so we didn't bother going over there. So like I said, we spent most of our time just in Star Wars lands because this day was dedicated to be Star Wars Day. So I made sure we stayed there. We did have an 8 o'clock lightning lane for Mickey and Minnie's train, but when we finished Rise of the Resistance and we were walking over... It was broken, and we it was a long day, so we decided to just leave instead of hanging around and waiting to see if it got okay. fixed. Okay. So, but that that now, day was. Now, how did you get back Star to the Wars. poly? Did you take the bus? What were you? What was your transfer? No, yeah, we Uber, took an Uber. Yes. 
Yeah, Where I, I become people? one too. So that's a that, yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely convenient. I mean, so you're talking about Lightning Lane. Did you purchase any plus for your trip? Just some days or individual Lightning Lanes or? Oh, we purchased Genie Plus okay. every day, and we also purchased individual Lightning Lane every day, which I didn't budget <laughs> for, and I couldn't get over how much it was because oh, it was the yeah. holiday week, and now they're doing special Oof. pricing. It 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 cost a pretty penny each day for the extra uh, the extra rides, and then the Lightning Lane itself. So I have to say, I like. The use of lightning lanes, I don't like that you have to book it every day. I think for what it, I mean, you know, Disney fans compare it to the FastPass system, which was free. But if you compare it to like systems in other theme parks, it's still a great deal. I mean, you're looking at, you know, any anybody that's been to like um, Six Flags and you can get the Flash Pass, right? And that's expensive. And if you go to Universal, you heard me mention it too when I was talking about my little uh, trip, probably. You know, if you wanted um, the pass, Express Pass at Universal for that day, it was 500 bucks, $500 for Express Pass for yeah. both parks if you were going park to park. And so, I mean, just comparing it to other parks, it seems like I know we compare it to what used to be there, which was free. But if you compare it to other parks, I think it still is a pretty good deal. And I've not done a lot of research on other systems at other parks. But I know just compared to those two, it's it still is, you know, a little bit of a sense there. I would just rather be able to book them yeah. ahead of time. I think it takes away from the vacation now because I was staying up till midnight every night to buy the lightning lane and then getting up at seven o'clock right. to book everything. So. I don't mind paying for it. I just wish they would let you do it in advance so it, I could I could enjoy my vacation a little more and not have to worry. Am I going to disappoint them if I'm not going to get it? So I made sure every all four nights I stayed up till midnight to purchase it and then made sure I was up to book everything. Yeah, it's um it's it's broken in that regard. I know we've talked about it a good bit, Brian. You know we've given our thoughts of you know, walking around the parks, having to be glued to the cell phone because of, you know, the, the day of pressure that the, the system gives the guest and, um, especially having to, you know, stay up or either get up early, you know, and then, you know, that's kind of smart to stay up till midnight, although it does, you know, knock off your sleep, but then it is a little bit difficult because I would set my alarm for like 650, right? Which would give me 10 minutes to buy it. But then what if something happens? Yeah, it was 650. Yeah, that's happened me before. Up. Uh, so you six fifty, I would be scared to death. I I have to, I have to wake up at five thirty and prep myself and wake up and like <laughs> like I I cannot I'd be so scared if I did six fifty. So that's why uh, no, it, it is it is it's not a good way to have your vacation because you have especially if you know there are there are people and I know a lot of people that are not early risers. So like if they get up you know nine o'clock, that's that's early for them. So they're going to miss out on everything. And and that's the problem. I, I think there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way we can we can plan it ahead of time. I think they're working on it. Maybe hopefully they'll they'll think of something. But it doesn't work like this. It really doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So I, I got to go here because you mentioned it. You said something about the worst meal you had that week. So we got to talk about it. What was what was it? Okay. Well, there. So our first night, I said we had tickets to the very merry Christmas party. So we're, we went over about five o'clock. We had 615 reservations at Crystal Palace. And I have to say, Crystal Palace was always one of our favorite breakfast spots. This meal was horrible. I hate to say it. It just was not yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, honest and say I, I, I've not been there because I'm I'm not going to go there. I guess that's what I'm saying. And, and I, I have seen for breakfast, and I think it's a great spot for breakfast, right? Because you can see the characters. You get the buffet. It is, it's a good option. It's prime location. So for breakfast, I get it 100%. But for dinner, I mean, some of the pictures of some of the food I've seen is is a little bit, I don't know, underwhelming. <laughs> exactly. So that was your experience, huh? Yeah. Yes. And then I'll tell you my other story while we were at the Christmas party. After we were done at dinner, we went over and we did the Jingle Cruise. Okay. 
and <laughs> so you'll get a kick out of this. We're on the Jingle Cruise, and we're listening to the woman tell the story, and when we got to the waterfall, and we're going under, and she said, I'd like to show you the eighth wonder of the world, the backside of water, my son and I looked at each other and said, that's where they got it from. <laughs> He did not know. She did not know. I cannot believe he didn't know. In she our told me that I left so hard. I did not I know. And my kids ask me all the time, what does that mean? Are they are they talking? Do they have water where they are? I'm like, I don't know. But like everybody looked at me on the boat because I just like popped up and I was like, oh. <laughs> Isn't that, that great? Is great. I that wish is great. I, was, I so wish we had that on film. That would have been great. Oh, that is funny. Okay, so yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, the backside of water in our outro is from the Jungle Cruise or Jingle Cruise around the holidays. So that is so funny. That is so funny. Yeah, we. So we, you know, the uh, the intro announcer that we have that that does our intro, and then we came up with the outro just just something off the cuff. So we've been doing it ever since the show. But that's just funny. Funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We I had no idea what it meant, and my kids always kept asking me. So as soon as I heard it, I I like looked at my son, and he knew exactly <laughs> what it was. That's awesome. No, that's that's great. So yeah. did you go to Animal <laughs> Kingdom at all? We did do Animal Kingdom on our on Friday. We went to Animal Kingdom. We started off with breakfast at the Tusker House. Um, I did a lot of character meals this trip just because I knew we were going for the holiday. I didn't think we were going to stand online right, to do right. meet and greets with the characters. So I did a lot of character meals. So this was the first time all we all got to go on Flight uh, of Passage because the last time we had been there, the kids were too small to ride it. So how old are your kids so now? That was awesome. Okay. They're right, 11 That's the math now. I did in my head, but I was going to make sure. Because you said you bought in when they were five, yes. right? Okay. Yes. So they were too small to do with the first two times we brought them. So this time we did Avatar. And I have to say, I've never even seen oh, the movie. Oh, gosh. You got to see it. It's good. I mean, I've not seen the second one. Brian, I know you have, right? Yeah, the second one was okay. amazing. It's better than the first one, I think, in my opinion. So I still have to see that one, but it's still good. It's, I mean, the first one's really good, too. So, yeah, you got to see it. It's definitely worth it. So that was a great ride, I have to say. That was really good. I enjoyed that. So Tusker that. House, you enjoyed it. What else... What other restaurants were memorable for the whole trip? Did you go to Disney Springs at all? No, we don't do. We're not Disney okay. Springs people. I'm afraid to take my kids there; they'll spend too much money shopping. <laughs> no, but so how about Gal? So Guardians. Now, let's. What, do you, what was your take on Guardians? Because I know that was the first time you went on Guardians. I loved it. I actually completely forgot that it was a roller coaster. So we kept telling my son, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's going to be fine. Oh, I paid for it after we got off. So he says he will never go on Guardians of the Galaxy again. He screamed the whole ride. Um, But Guardians was, I enjoyed it. I like a thrill ride. I'm a big roller coaster. Um, but I do agree. It's, it's a newer version of space mountain, smoother ride. The music is awesome. Um, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Your and... son was going to kill you afterwards. Oh yeah. So quick story about the next day we went to, we're in star Wars and we're online for, uh, galaxy, uh, smugglers run and he is insisting we're lying to him that this is going to be another roller coaster so there there were two gentlemen behind me that looked like they knew what they were doing because they knew to ask to be put to the side so that they could be the pilots so i turned around to them and i said you guys look like you're experienced on this ride could you explain to him what this ride is because he insists it's a roller coaster and that i'm tricking him (laughs) again since i tricked him yesterday for galaxy guardians of the galaxy so they nicely told him what it was and he believed Well, you didn't really trick him but you just didn't know right i mean that's I didn't really know. I didn't put two and two together. I just heard Thrill Ride. So I was like, oh, it could be anything. I was not expecting it to be what it was. So I really did not know. It it reminds me of a really funny story, and I'll make it really quick. But one of my good friends went went to Disney with their kids, and one of the daughters had had, um, a fear of, like, drop rides and stuff. So they got in line for 
Tower of Terror. Oh gosh. And and she's she's like, what is this ride? Oh, this is Mickey's Elevators of Fun. And, <laughs> and as a kid's like, oh great, I can't wait to go. Yeah, Mickey's Elevators of Fun. And they 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 go all the way in, and they <laughs> of course she was traumatized, but she she was not happy the next couple of days, and she didn't she didn't trust her parents either. Now, but now she you know just you know years later she still likes it. Now she likes it, but that to me the. The whole Mickey's elevators are fun. Like that, that had to be, that was just the funniest thing because that was such a big trick. You didn't trick. You just didn't know. So that's a, that's a big difference there. So I do have to tell you another one of my favorite meals on the trip was a recommendation from the podcast. We went over to, on our off day, we went all over to and did that. So we had so much fun. fun. And the food is good. Yeah, we had so much fun. And yeah, so for the money and the the food, comparing that to like Crystal Palace and then we ate at Garden Grill, it it was a very good meal and we we enjoyed it. The ketchup, getting up and walking and, you know, the server throwing the napkins (laughs) on the table. And then I... After Whispering Canyon, I did something that Wednesday night that I've never done before. I actually went back to Magic Kingdom that you night did. by myself. I wow. left the family at the bungalow. And because we were having dinner, and my husband's looking at the phone and he goes, Did you know the park's open till 1 a.m. for hotel guests? And I'm like, Oh, no, I didn't know that. And he's like, why don't you go over? Because they 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 can't Disney the <laughs> yeah. way I can Disney. So I said, you know what? I'll I was on my phone. I was looking to add like the extra day pass to just my Magic Band. And I after dinner, I got everybody settled back at the room, and I went over and I did some rides by myself. I had never oh, done cool that thing. before. Yeah, don't a- you wish they had like an after four yeah. pass or something like? Come on, Disney. You know what I mean? No, they did a couple of years ago. Evan. They, they did. Had, they had well, them, yeah. Well, they would have an. They actually had an. This was for Florida residents only, and I don't think that even DVC could get this. But it was an Epcot after four seasons pass, and you could get into Epcot every day after four, and it was very cheap. So it'd be great if you're local, you know, and you just want to get into one park. But I wish they had like a a half day ticket or something. I mean, just. I don't know. No, it would be cool. A lot of parks do, a lot of other amusement parks do have that. Right. And it would be a very, they had it for a while and I liked it. I took advantage of that, especially on business trips. If I was down there on business trips and you would be busy until four o'clock, you didn't really want to spend all money on a full ticket. But if you bought a partial ticket, then you can go and enjoy it. Now, yeah, hey, guess it, you're you don't, still spending you don't money. Feel like you're, you're still spending money. I mean, you don't feel like you're you're getting you're ripped off because you're not spending a whole day. You do what you can at the end of the day, and you still get to go to the parks. You're spending money, right? You're spending money on food. You're spending money on drinks. You're spending money on souvenirs. Um, so that's my question. No, here you here you go, Donna. What other souvenirs besides the lightsaber, which was expensive, and the and the um and the droids? What else, what other souvenirs did you buy? So for me, I bought, I always get a okay. photo album um, with the year on it to put my pictures in, which I still haven't ordered yet. And I actually purchased a 50th anniversary. Um, it, it's coasters, but they're they're like plexiglass coasters and they're of the old tickets oh, cool, you yeah. used to get. Back in the day, so it each of the coasters is a different ticket that which ride it's good for. So I bought that for myself. My daughter collects lounge flies all of a sudden, so we got some of that. We got about six pairs of Mickey ears. Six pairs. Um, and then my son. Oh yes, she was buying one at every every gift shop. We did this trip. We did take our time, and we did a lot of shopping. We we took our time walking through the parks because we knew they were going to be crowded. So we w- weren't rushing to right. get on everything because we're like a lot of things we've already been on, um, and we know that we'll be back. So we did stroll through a lot of the gift shops and my son started collecting the main attraction pins. Oh yeah. So he was having fun going in all the stores and looking through which ones they had. So that was fun. Um, I bought a DVC like uh, a cooler cup 
and there the DVC pin. Go. So that was basically my souvenirs. I, I want to say, oh, we all brought bought sweatshirts because the first night we were there, it was cold okay. and rainy. So we all bought sweatshirts because I was going to say, I brought home a whole yeah. suitcase yeah. of souvenirs. That's what people do. They'll, bring, they'll <laughs> kind of make an empty suitcase, you know, or, or something or almost empty. Yeah. Oh, I did yep. bring an MZ suitcase. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. So a couple questions as we're kind of winding down here. One is what was like any last or final, like memorable experiences from the trip? I think I, to- I think I told the, told you all the memorable experiences. Oh, we did on our day off on our Wednesday, we took a, um, a rest day and that was the day we had to switch rooms we did do the monorail and we went over to see the christmas tree and the gingerbread house at okay, the okay, grand cool. floridian and we went and then we went over to the contemporary so that's what we did on our off day we rode the monorail to see the christmas decorations how does switch the go donna that's a, this is a great thing because i've had i've had i would say we've done switches a couple many you know i I don't know a decent number of times but it's about 50 50 sometimes it works great sometimes it doesn't how did your switch go mine went so smoothly we got up um we did quick service for breakfast ate in the room i had the bags ready to go we called the bell service they about we had to check out at 11 so about 10 30 we called we waited for them to come get our bags by the time we walked over the ceremonial house, I got online. The kids and my husband went in the gift shop. I went online, checked out of our one room, checked into the other room. They said they'd text me when the bungalow was ready. And then we had lunch reservations at Kona. So we ate lunch at Kona and then we hopped on the monorail. And the funny thing was, as we were on the monorail after the contemporary, we're at the ticketing center. And we had our bag ready to go straight to the pool. We were going to get off at the Polynesian and go to the pool till our room was ready. As we're pulling into the ticketing center, I got the text message that the bungalow was ready. So we got off. We went to the room, called for our bags. All of us changed into our bathing suits. And then we headed over to the pool before we went to dinner at Whispering Canyon. So it couldn't have went any better cool. than it That's did. That's great. I'm so happy to hear that. Because I yes, was really so fearful. Yes. Yes. I was really Well, the scared. good thing is you're swapping at your same resort. You know, that's a that's a good thing. I mean, it's yes. still is kind of scary because you are without a room for a while, but it's harder swapping other resorts. Now they will do luggage transfer for you, but you have to kind of prep for that, right? <clears throat> um, because they only typically do one or two transfers a day and they sometimes mess up you know yeah, well you know yeah we know the, the we do it yes. we do we always did the luggage we had one problem with the luggage transfer then after that it became the luggage transfer became brian so i would actually get a <laughs> i would actually get a i would get a i would order a taxi and i bring all the luggage myself to the other part i would just do it that's what i would do because and it worked then it worked smooth and then it worked smooth but um because we had one problem where they nothing came until like five o'clock or say five thirty, yep. and then and we were like we it was really a pain but uh after that we just i said the heck with it i'm not it's not worth it it's like you know it's not less than twenty dollars to get a taxi just throw it all in there and come on let's go um yep. it, it's so much easier and because that you know you figure but you're, you're still going to tip the guy and to do all that um you're still going to spend ten dollars in tips away it's ten dollars more just to get them over there and know, and know what's going yep. on and second of all you have them in your yep. possessions that's that's important so um now here, Donna, real quick, the last thing I want to ask you is, um, I know in DVC, we always get food when we're there. We get food for the room. Did you did you order any, uh, use any service to get you food or anything for the rooms, or what did you do? I, this was the first time we did not okay. do a delivery service for food for the room. Because we were changing rooms, I didn't want to have a lot of food that I had to pack up. So I said, that's one thing I did miss this trip, because all three of our other trips, we did a food service and had some things, especially a case of water, because I was paying four fifty a bottle know, of water in the vending machines at the at the resort, and that was pretty hefty. When I normally would order a case of right. water and some snacks, and I will say the one thing I do miss is oh, yeah. the dining plan. I think I we all do. I think we all do. It makes everything so much easier. And did you get a refillable mug? Okay. Okay. 
We did. We did get the refillable mug because since I was up booking lightning lanes every morning, I would walk over and fill them up with coffee, even though we had coffee makers in the room. But every time we went, I, I still think that's pool, still a good value, go even though the price has gone up, up. It's still a value. It's still a great yeah. value. Yep. It always is. Well, this yep, is great. Definitely. Sounds like you had a wonderful trip. Um, I, I'm really happy that you came on. But that, this this has been a really good trip. I like to hear a lot of cool things that you did. Um, I love the fact that you're such an ultra planner. That's a good thing is we have a lot of friends that are ultra planners. And I think both Evan and I are, are ultra planners. We like to plan everything out. Now, there are people that have a great time and they don't plan at all. I just, I could never do that. Just show up and, and go and expect things to work. I just, I'm not like that. I don't, I'm not built that way. It's hard. It's hard for me. I have to plan everything out. Yeah. I'm not like that either, especially since we're sit down Yes. people for right. for food we're not a lot of quick service so i am a planner all the way and i have to say that i went into this trip with not that high of expectations as i normally do into a disney trip because this was going to be our first time post covid i didn't know what to expect and the fact that it was the holiday week and it and it worked out better yeah, than i right. thought I'm it so was going to be you, you got that you got that experience yes. that's great Great to hear. Yeah. So, Don, any any closing remarks from your trip or anything like that? No, I just had a fabulous time. I can't wait to go back. I don't know when it will be. Um, actually, in 2024, I was telling Brian our goal is oh, to go to Alani. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Yes. But you can bank, you know, bank and use your points there. So that's cool. Yep. You just- Yes, I, I that's that's my game plan. I've already worked out my next two trips. The, um, you can actually go to, the, to the actual, the original place where Dole Whip was made. You can go to the Dole Farm and you actually have, because at one time, you know, you, that was yes. the whole thing. The, for the longest time, there's only three place, places in the world that you can get a Dole Whip. It was at the, at the Dole Plantation in Hawaii, Disneyland or Disney, Magic Kingdom or Disneyland. That was it. You couldn't get it any place else. Now they're all over the place. So you get the Polynesian, right. you can get it. You get them all over the place. Um, I, I do. I do wish. Sometimes I wish that it was more more exclusive. But you know, Disney's made a lot out of it. They've. You know, I even have a. I have a Dole Whip uh, Christmas ornament on my tree. So yeah, it, they've got, <laughs> I do. I just put them. I just we just took their tree down. So I'm going to tell you something. It was up for a long time. But it, it, I did. I we have one. So that it's become a. You know, it, it's it's a cult thing. Um, but okay, it, so the last great. one though. But Donna, you're a coconut fan. Have you tried the coconut yes. whip? You can't call it a coconut dole whip, I guess. But have you tried it? I got the coconut dole whip in Magic Kingdom, but it was made right. in, like, like a as a drink, float sort of. It was delicious. Yep. it is so yes, good, Brian. It, it, it beats so the regular good. dole whip. Okay, by like I have to try nine it. miles. I, try it. I love coconut too. I love coconut. Okay. Well, this this is great. I'm, I, I love to hear this good stuff. Um, great. You know, the going on a Thanksgiving, people always worry. They say, oh, I don't know if I want to go on Thanksgiving. Because I've been there on Christmas. Let me tell you something. Christmas, Christmas Day was crazy at Magic Kingdom. It was great at Animal Kingdom. But um, New Year's, I heard, is crazy. I, I had, you know, New Year's, it I is, actually get to go crazy. to the park. Fourth yep. of July is crazy, and I've been there. It's, that's that's a that's one I don't I don't envy that one. But Thanksgiving seemed to be okay, and I, I love to hear that because that's now watch next year. Everybody's going to hear this podcast, and they're all going to go show up there, and it's going to be all crowded again. But <laughs> I just love the fact that you were able to get good restaurants because because if you had gotten like things that you didn't like. And you're and you're like, oh yeah, I ended up having to go here, and I didn't really want to go there. It was a bad Crystal Palace. I went to Crystal Palace for breakfast and dinner that because I couldn't get anything else. That would be tough. But you got Ohana for breakfast. You got the the Cinderella's royal table for dinner on Thanksgiving. That that's you, you can't beat that. That's like if you if you had a poll taken and everybody said where would you want to eat Thanksgiving dinner, it's kind of pretty much going to be there. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Donna, so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And thank you for being a super fan and, and uh, a loyal listener to the podcast. And don't forget to post some of your uh, your trip pictures in the, the Spoonie group so we can take a look. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for absolutely. having me. Um, so, Brian, any, any last thoughts here? No, I, I think that's just great. I think uh, 
Donna, um, again, I, I appreciate you coming on, and hopefully you come on again because I, th I think this is great, and we can. Uh, I can't wait to share. We can share this around uh, all the people that we we work with and stuff, and see, <laughs> just they can they can hear you on the podcast. They'll be, they'll be very envious there. That's funny. I know my kids are looking forward to listening to so it. So, what's their names? We can shout them out. <laughs> Hudson and McKenzie. Hudson That's and right, McKenzie. McKenzie shared. So thank you all so much for listening as, as a family, and we really appreciate it. All right. So, of so course, much. we've mentioned this a couple of times, but the Facebook group is A Spoonful of Podcast Spoonie Nation. So log on to Facebook, find our group, join it if you're not already a part of it. Of course, we're on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. You can email us, info at A Spoonful of Podcast. And, um, hey, Wherever you listen, we talk about this a lot. Um, leave us a rating and review iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. It would really help us. It helps grow our community. And uh, I, I can't, I'm just, I have to give it to Donna. So I'm going to say it. Donna, you finish it. Broadcasting from. The until next time. Water. We'll see you then. <laughs> Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization.